Mom Save America is sponsored by Integration Partners, a nationwide network integrator specializing in cloud and security solutions. Integration Partners, what's possible? We are also presented by Plain Jane Designs, a graphic bespoke design artist specializing in business card flyer invitation needs. If you want to get one of those, go to my website at momsaveamerica.com and look for Jane from Plain Jane Designs and we'll be right back. One of the biggest questions people ask about Nazi Germany is how did a whole country become captured by fascism and hatred? How did a whole country of otherwise ordinary people become fear-mongering, propaganda-spewing, genocidal maniacs who incited the worst atrocity in human history? First, it started with desperation, then political divide, then a hyper-fascist entity exploiting the uneducated for a quick ascent to power. From there, it was as simple as playing on the innate nationalism and ethno-supremacy that unfortunately exists in so many people. One of the biggest myths, I think, is that the Nazis just started out Nazis. And I think that myth stems from the arrogance and hubris and that we believe that we are morally infallible. Because the two components that facilitated the Nazi regime were passive enablement and active engagement. And if you think that's any different from what's happening in America right now, you're going to be in for a nasty surprise. Hello and welcome to day 952 since we started this podcast and, uh, you know, the end of democracy, I think, as we know it. Is it really 952 days? Yeah. Oh, wow. 952 days since the start of Mom Save America. It's like two and a half years. Have we gotten anywhere? Not really. Not really. But welcome to Mom Save America. My name is Tina Graff. I'm Carrie Lucas. And today on the podcast, we're going to continue mom templating. All those major current events, historical events that we're, I think, all sick of living through. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think it's just the beginning of the carnage that's about to come. So on today's podcast, let's momtemplate all these recent events and how social media, mainstream media affect us and what the First Amendment actually is. But Carrie has arrived uh, bearing notes, so let's let her kick things off. I just want to mention this because yeah. I know over this past week... Tina and I, and I'm sure many others, have sort of struggled with um, friends and loved ones and sort of grappling with how can you still be on this side? And um, I read something on Facebook this morning. It sort of made it clear of next time we're talking to these people, because I know myself, Mm -hmm. I get overwhelmed and sort of run over sometimes Mm -hmm. by the alternative facts, so to speak. And... um, a friend of mine from high school posted this on Facebook today, and he said he borrowed it from a friend. It says, a huge number of our population believe in a complete alternate reality, alternate facts, as it were. But just as intensely as I believe they are deluded, they think I am the one who is deluded. So how can I be confident in my perception? It can be difficult. But I found that in times of political confusion, particularly when emotions are running high and creating tunnel vision, the presence of Nazis can be an extremely helpful indicator. If I am attending a local demonstration or event and I see Nazis, neo-Nazis, casual Nazis, master race Nazis, or the latest whatever uber mythology Nazis, I figure out which side they are on. And if they are on my side of the demonstration, I am on the wrong side. It is tough to argue moral equivalence when I'm standing next to a Nazi, looking to my right. Is there a guy wearing a six million wasn't enough t-shirt? I am on the wrong side. Look to my left. If that guy is wearing a Camp Auschwitz t-shirt, 
wrong side. Are speakers being applauded for referring to things that Hitler got right? Wrong side. Team spirit face paint and a hat with animal horns? This is actually an unclear indicator <laughs> that could mean anything, but safest to my distance, but safest to keep my distance from that guy anyway, even at a football game. However, I can always, always, always rely on the presence of Nazis as a guiding light through a fog of disinformation. Some things are relative and politics can be can absolutely have its opposing sides and gray areas. But there are some moral absolutes and there are clear lessons of history. So just look for the Nazis and make your own decision. And it made me laugh because I remember um, mm -hmm. Mr. Rogers said in times of strife, look for the helpers. There's helpers everywhere. There's helpers everywhere. Look for the Nazis. Run the other way. Even if you think... I'm um, standing up for my political beliefs or I'm standing up for certain policies or anything. If you're surrounded in that group by a group of Nazis, you, you might have landed in the wrong place. Right. Reevaluate yourself. Right. And that basically just sums up this entire podcast that I wanted to have, that one Facebook post. And while that is amazing and I think worthy to hold on to during your everyday life, we still have to hold these public leaders accountable. Illinois Congresswoman Mary Miller stood in front of that crowd and said, and I quote, Hitler had one thing right, we need to get to the youth to control our future. We have to hold these people accountable. How are people not understanding, okay, no, no, Hitler got nothing right. Yeah, no. and even if you're trying to make a valid point, the youth are our future, for sure, which we have said many times on this podcast, I'm not referencing so Hitler as a, yeah, as a teaching guide in how to get there. Like, it's just absurd. It's absurd. Listen to what Nancy Pelosi recently said. I thought it was going to be an epiphany for those who were in opposition to our democracy to see the light. Instead, it has been an epiphany for the world to see that there are people in our country led by this president for the moment who have chosen their whiteness over democracy. That's what this is about. There was an article written a number of years ago on democracy which said, I fear the day when uh, uh, white Americans will have to choose between their whiteness and this democracy. And we saw what happened that day. This cannot be exaggerated. The complicity, not only the complicity, the instigation of the president of the United States must and will be addressed. You know, I read something else. This gentleman came on and he said, there are white people and then there are people that just happen to be white. And the difference is, is that people who are just happen to be born white and, and appreciate the fact that there are other people in this world and don't take their white privilege for granted, they understand that they're lucky in certain ways. And then there are other people who look at being white as something to hold over other people. Well, I think they're fearful that their white privilege, so to speak, is in jeopardy and being taken away. And I think that's what's causing them this hysteria. I mean, we said the last podcast, this had nothing to do with a stolen election or what I believe really Donald Trump in a way, except for the fact that he's inciting them. It, it's about white supremacy. It had nothing to do. It, there were nobody there in t-shirts that said this election is stolen or voting is fraud. I mean, that wasn't even 
discussed no that day this is what i don't understand you have people on social media on major platforms calling for the murder of government officials of mike mike pence how is that not a crime how is that person not immediately rounded up i feel like half the time the fbi is going to show up at our door and start knocking no kidding you know the the house of representatives can tweet out something so disparaging to one of its other members and not be taken in for questioning. Well, I think that brings us to your main topic that you want to talk about this week is um, free speech and what that actually means and what that actually covers. My husband had a discussion with somebody else over the weekend about, um, you know, Twitter and free speech. and, Mm -hmm. And he, like, was trying to explain to this person, no, no, no. Twitter is not free speech. Twitter is a privately held company. You don't get right. the privilege to just say whatever you want on that. And then that made me think of, like, what actually is free speech? It's, so I looked it up. I've really, I mean, I've come prepared today, Tina. So. It's, it's amazing. So I looked it up, and there are five legal instances when um, freedom of speech can be limited. Number one was in a private home, but it goes on to say the First Amendment prohibits the government from abridging the freedom of speech. But unless the individual is acting on behalf of the government or as a government agent. So basically, if you're part of the government, your rights to free speech are limited. But separate from that, we all know you cannot run around saying you want to kill the president. You just can't do that. Right. You, back when Trump first got elected, how many people got called out? What's her What's her name? The blo- the redheaded lady for Oh yeah, some, Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin. You yes. people were getting ripped apart. Well, they were getting canceled. Canceled everything for posting negative or disparaging images or words related to the president or other government officials of the United States. You just can't do that. Right. Just, we all know that. No, and it says right in here, such as physically assaulting someone. <laughs> so if you're threatening right. someone to physically assault them, you uh, that is a violation of, you know, you don't have the right to do, say, act on that. The other one was in a private workplace. You don't have free speech at work. Right. You don't. You have to abide by their beliefs, their guidelines, their laws. Well, they they have a policy handbooks that employees have to abide by. If you violate those rules, it's be- you yeah, have, you're held accountable. You're held accountable. You could it could be in your file, you could be terminated, whatever. And that might be fraternizing with another employee. That right. could be an insurrection. Who knows? And it also, you know, flip it on the other side and it upsets us terribly, but like when the cake making lady wouldn't make a cake for a gay person. Right. Everybody was up in arms. You can't do actually she, she can. can. Yep, she can. Actually she can. Is it a really shitty thing? Sure. Right. But it's her her right. Her, her private business. The other one was social media. Although social media sites like Facebook might seem like an ideal public forum for posting unpopular or controversial controversial content as private companies they are technically free to delete or otherwise censor any content they deem offensive i know that seems really scary to all of us especially since mark zuckerberg and Mm -hmm. all these people have become so powerful so powerful do we actually want them controlling our freedom of speech in some sort of way but guess what you can still go stand on the corner right and say whatever you want right, to whoever you horn. want right go right ahead but that's their company 
And well, two more. The other Go one ahead. was school activities. You can't write public schools and obscene speech. I would say what happened at the coup, insurrection, mm-hmm. whatever the hell we're calling it, met all of these guidelines. Yeah. So you don't have free speech, Donald. You can cry all you want that you got canceled from Twitter. They have absolutely every right to do it. The news organizations have every right to not have you on the news show to spread your hatred. That's their right. Going back to what you said earlier about loved ones and just trying to communicate with people who are of complete opposite alternative information. I was walking the dog the other day, and you know how I read so many stupid World War II books. (laughs) I mean, I'm a bit obsessed, but admittedly so. But it occurred to me that I'm living in that world today. My neighbors, loved ones, believe in this conspiracy theory that align with white supremacist values, all the while trying to say that those beliefs have nothing to do with white supremacy. How do you exist Even here in liberal Massachusetts, how do you exist knowing your neighbors, the people down the street, the people that you might go to the grocery store? still have their signs up? Oh, my God. Yes. How do you exist knowing that these people are are full of this mean-spirited wrongness that's creating wind and energy behind this movement? It's just building. Just starting. It's really just starting. And... I heard something like you can't call these people out, especially in public, because it's not it's it's not going to do any good. The, there's only a few people that I have the energy to call into my personal circle to say, I, I care about you. I know underneath that you're a good person. Mm-hmm. Let's really talk about why you still, after what has gone on, why you still are hanging on to the notion that either the election was rigged there's some sort of conspiracy. Of course you can believe in pro-life and all of these other seriously conservative things. I, I, I have. I, we need a very healthy Republican Party, mm-hmm. as Joe Biden has said. Yeah, once I, I out think of really this. like helping the, lo- the you know, you know, friends, whatever, see the other side. That's why I loved what he posted on um my friend posted on facebook so much is i let's just keep it really simple like biden doesn't have to be your man i get it you know what he's not a he's not a firecracker he's not going to be super charismatic Mm -hmm. he's not going to change the world okay i get that he's not your man you can't go for the nazi you just can't so if there's only the two choices you you can't and guess what and i hear that a lot well biden's a dope and blah 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 okay you are you have a right to that opinion, but you just you can't of the two choices, you can't vote for the Nazi. And do what Stacey Abrams did. For ten years she had a plan to dig her heels in and start grassroots talking to people yep. and registering them to vote because Georgia was a place where democratic uh senators weren't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And slowly and slowly she used our process to educate people and get people out to vote. I'm sorry, Republicans. You got to do the work. Mm-hmm. That's part of You can't just cry foul without actually doing some work and throwing uh, police under the bus. And I mean, what were your what was their intent? They were going to get in there to hang Nancy Pelosi to get Mike Pence. I mean, well, they had no plan, actually. Well, some people had plans. They had walkie talkies. They mm-hmm. had zip ties. The guy had Molotov cocktails buried somewhere else. I mean, there was there was some people that had that 
intent. And well, and too, what is so great is, the, you know, the Blue Lives Matter flag. Like, the police should be, you know, ashamed to have that flag associated with them because in the end, it really wasn't about you. It was anti-Black oh, Lives Matter. I mean, they weren't for you. They're spitting in your face. They're beating you to death. I'm sure all of you guys have heard about the 14th Amendment right now because they're talking about how do we... How do we address these Congress people who are... Okay, what's the 14th Amendment? Like, give me a little re- no, quick the, recap. The, they're saying, like, including with spe- free speech, as you're oh, saying. Oh, is that what it is? No, no. no. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> how do you get... <laughs> After the Civil War, what they said was that all these people from the South wanted to come back into our government, mm-hmm. right? So think about that. Like, okay, you just fought a war because you wanted... You wanted to be on your own. You wanted to be on your own and you believed in slavery. Now the war's over. Am I supposed to let that congressperson just come back mm-hmm. into the... The fold not, and we'll yes. work together now? Right. The 14th Amendment, Section 3, says that no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress and vice president and president, by the way, um, of our United States that has engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. Congress may vote by a two-thirds majority of each house to remove such a person. There's ways around getting your point across. You are a member of Congress. Start voting for the things that you want. You can't incite violence. Yes. And, I mean, the list of Congress people, forget fucking Ted Cruz and the other, and Holly guy. I mean, they're just, they're, yeah. they're just the bottom of the bottle. But you have these other randos. Like, can we talk about uh, Lauren Boebert? Well, we can. I'm not sure I know who she is. Okay. But. I'm just going to tell you who she is. She's a Colorado congressperson. Okay. Brand new. Just got elected into the Congress. So, mm-hmm. really, just brand new. She was the one, she's all over the news, tweeting where Nancy Pelosi was being taken during the insurrection. Yeah, she needs to be removed. She needs to be removed. I don't removed. know what, what the problem How is, is in there. How is that possible? They're saying, oh, we flesh. won't be able to work together and we'll divide the country more. So what? You can't break the law. If we don't stop it now, it's going to continue next time. Let's say a Democrat doesn't win. Are the Democrats going to continue this ridiculous behavior? Can we just remind everybody that Lindsey Graham and the other fucking Republicans wanted to impeach uh, Clinton over a goddamn blowjob? Oh, I loved. They Can we talk some sort of meme of him hysterically laughing. And it said, and they hated me because I got my dick sucked. Like, (laughs) literally, it's so ridiculous that's the thing like how hypocritical do we have to yeah. be yes we impeach somebody because he had an affair and, and an inappropriate relationship right. at work and he lied about it yeah. and, and we we these we, people are overthrowing the government and right. we need to move past it we need to move on yes we need peace now yeah i don't i don't know how much more hypocritical we can take it i think the word has to change because it doesn't even it, it doesn't even mean what it's supposed to mean. Yeah, this woman, Lauren Boebert, she should be removed. I, yeah. How she hasn't been removed. Who was she, she just tweeting randomly? A little background her, on her, by the way. She has been arrested several times and has skipped out on her court dates. But during the things that are going on, she is literally tweeting, we're being moved here now, everybody. She, we, uh, Nancy Pelosi is taking... Uh, yeah, that's it. You're out. Well, I'm, I'm confused. Right before that, she was one of the Congress people that stood up and said, my my followers are outside. I have to speak for them while I'm in here. And then and then once the... You know, once they started to come in to move people around, she was tweeting actively to her followers out there. Well, and two, what's... Go- so we're, we're going to overlook this and she's going to continue on. What's going to happen is hopefully most people will refuse to... 
work with her within right. that, she'll get nothing done for her constituents. Constituents. And I guess they'll vote her out. But why do we have to wait that long? We, we shouldn't have. That's basically what the 14th Amendment says, is you can't do that. You can't actively, while things are going on, continue to promote hate and takeover of the current administration. Uh, but here's the other thing that I, I just want to say. I don't know how this is all going to play out. Mm-hmm. On January 20th, we're going to have a new president. I get that. If the freaking news media continues to put Donald Trump on the news, I'm going to scream. I don't care what it does for your ratings or whatever. You, What you need to do is just bury this person by ignoring him. Well, we have said on numerous occasions, the media is part of the problem. They are driven by ratings. They're driven by money. And I encourage everybody to read as much as possible, especially when you see things on social media. Dig into it. Read about it. Make sure what you are sharing is true or even talking about is true. Like, I was convinced. Do you know how that video is going around about Trump's and D- Donald Jr.'s, cheer, like, watching it on the big screens? In oh, there? yes, yes, in the tent. Right, in the tent. And I'm like, that cannot be true. I, I was like... Because Emmy came to me, my my middle daughter, and was like, Mom, he is cheering for this. And I'm like, somebody is deep faked that. Like, let's, okay. you know. Is I, it true? I don't, I still don't know. They're, they're saying it's true. They're saying that they have. I have something to say about that. And I just um, am like, footage. Have you noticed? Why do they always play the song Gloria? I don't know. It's always playing at every like event. Gloria. Yes. <laughs> yeah, always on the run now. It was playing at some rally they went to. Kimberly. Kimberly. Oh, she looks like a transvestite. Kimberly. I, I want to kill Kimberly and yeah. Don Jr. That's why I thought it was a fake, because I'm like, that that can't be her body. That can't be no. her look. But it's, oh, it must be his favorite song. I do not know what's going on, but I'm I like, his favorite song was Macho, Macho, man. Gloria playing again? <laughs> I, oh, my God, my dog's barking. point I was trying to make is that Anytime now you see something, I heard about this Lauren Bobart on a TikTok, and I was like, that is absolutely not true. There's no way. And yeah. then it was like, okay, let me go to the Associated Press and see what they're saying. And it's like, oh my God. But why isn't that, is that on the news and I've missed it? Why isn't that like top story? I don't know. There's because, Get rid of her. I, because there's so many, I don't think the news can keep up with it. Congressperson Amanda Miller, Senator, the Senator Amanda Chase, she tweeted out just yesterday again. President Trump should have been declared the winner. She, he should have declared martial law. For what? To protest the big lie of the fraudulent election that he keeps perpetuating. She's continuing to tweet today. So I don't get this. I don't know. A couple of other really significant topics. We have 50 states are now potentially under threat. All 50 mm-hmm. states. And, and you know what? I live in Lexington, Mass. Lexington, Concord, the birthplace of the revolution. This could be a credible area of target as well, and we need to pay attention to that. You know, this past fall, watching the Trump supporters just barrage Black Lives Matter kids in our downtown, Mm -hmm. in front of our Minuteman statue, voting for him because you thought you were going to get a tax break, breathed life into this hateful Nazi, white supremacist movement, and you should be ashamed of yourselves. Well, I, I had this theory that the Trump, like, not not people voting for Trump, okay, but like the real 
you know, flag-waving Trumpers. I have this theory that it's really just the same group of people traveling from town to town. Right. But now this is really going to amplify it, like, on January 20th. Well, they keep saying, and this is what I'm, I'm confused about. I don't know how you feel about it. They keep saying the threat's there if he is removed from office before January 20th. That's what they keep saying. So are they saying if the House of Representatives impeach him and try to remove him, that's when they're really going to get pissed? Or are they going to be quiet if they we just let him live out his... Oh, no, I, I don't think it's... I don't think there's a win to this. Either I, way. That's what's holding them back at this point. They're, like, weighing the threats. Okay. That's an excuse to me. Okay. I, I feel like that's an excuse to do nothing. So do we not prosecute people anymore because we're afraid uh, that their loved ones will get mad? I mean, the, the guy with the horns. Yes. Um, oh, he's not eating now. Well, I, I love it. First of all, he's an um, unemployed actor living at home with his mom, oh. which is perfect. Yes. Perfect. And when he was just charged, his mom stood up in court saying he can only eat organic food. I mean... Are you are you kidding? He hasn't eaten since Friday, Carrie. So. Good. Half of them came with their mothers. What is what what? Well, th- that's <laughs> this is them. I mean, literally, this is them. They live with their moms. It's um, insane. Did I? Did we already talk about the girl who was the woman who was outed by her daughter? No. So uh, it was a TikTok or something, and the daughter said, "Mom, remember when you told me the Black Lives Matter protests was too dangerous?" to attend this year and she posts a picture of her mom at the um rally at the rally she had been punched in the face <gasps> by a police officer because the daughter had posted that she's i think she's from worcester massachusetts oh so she's been identified she's been fired from her job like the the kid outed her mother that's bravery yeah that is bravery God, ay ay ay! No, I didn't hear about that. Um, I want to talk about Bill Belichick declining the yes. uh-huh. Medal of Freedom. Uh-huh. Thank fucking God. Yeah, I don't know why it was even ever because a debate. The Patriots support Trump. Yeah, we I, talked I, about that two years ago. Day probably 120. We probably spoke about the fact well, that Robert Kraft thing. is a big supporter of Donald y- your Trump. Your team, I'm sorry, New England. Yeah. Your team sucks, sucks. Okay, and now you go and accept the Medal of Freedom for really only personal um ego at this point right and you're i would imagine at least half your team would revolt and say i I, this is absurd i don't i'm not just like employers have a right to say yeah you can't do that i would hope that employees the athletes would have a right to say i no longer want to participate on this team." speaking of athletes did you hear about the women's national basketball association no in atlanta so Kelly Leffler, who just lost her Senate seat. Oh, yeah. The blonde. Uh, yeah. Is it a wig she's wearing? I don't know. I mean, really. I, uh, did you see the TikTok somebody hair. trying to imitate her barrette? No. Because <laughs> she's wearing one of those goody yes. barrettes. Yes. And the duetting TikTok side by side was like, wait, wait, let me let me just get it Listen, right here. Listen, if she has a hair thing and she's wearing, wearing a wig, I feel bad making fun of her. But, like, I mean, what's with the hair? Anyways, Kelly Leffler. Mm-hmm. Who, listen, I f- I'm feeling um, fairly generous towards because she did do the right thing in the end. Yep. That's all I really asked for. And she was threatened. She was threatened Donald and she Trump. did the right thing. But she owns part of the Women's National Basketball League of Atlanta called the Dream Team. They're okay. women's basketball. She owns part of them. 
earlier in December, they decided at great personal risk, they all decided to wear T-shirts saying vote Raphael Warnock yes. against her. Yeah. And obviously we know what happened there. They came out and were like, we don't care if, if she decides as part of the owner of this. Yeah organization we'll go play somewhere else we'll, we we cannot let this stand mm-hmm. and it's amazing also they've recently been discussing all these different methods of protest and how while it is our american right to protest to march to hold signs to speak out violent insurrection is not the same thing and they did side by side comparisons comparisons and the last images of Colin Kaepernick kneeling and that's yes, the person I that we vilified yes I know. Seriously? Like, side by side, who's more Violent. unpatriotic? Oh, well, it was, who's who's more the American? Who's unpatriotic? And it showed Colin Kaepernick kneeling and then um, somebody beating somebody to death with the American flag. Right. Like, come on. Hockey sticks, come American on. flag poles. Yep. Dragging police down from the stairs. Mm-hmm. Despicable. Well, Let's and too, it. getting back to him, you know, Don being furious over his Twitter ban. You called... Uh, Colin Kaepernick, thug or something, and get him off the field, fire him, whatever. Yeah. Because he was Kneeling. exhibiting his right to free speech. Peaceful. Peaceful right now, you don't like it when it's happening to you. It's th- That's what I'm saying, the hypocrisy. I don't even understand how much more hypocrisy we can all take mm-hmm. if you're on that side. How can you continually justify but it? But I'm amazed by people within the government or on the news or even in our communities who are still able to put forth some sort of argument back about it. Like, right. that's sort of... And it gets me confused. Like, that's my thing. I'm like, I can't even imagine being able to come up with any legitimate reason to be upset about Don being canceled from Twitter. Listen, Twitter has been on fire i'm not a huge twitter person but i check it every once in a while but some of the tweets like this morning the tweet one of the tweets was i love the fact that the moral fate of our country depends on finding 17 honest republicans it sounds like some impossible quest from Mm. a fairy tale we're on the hunt for 17 honest republicans to save our democracy it's it's absurd it's absurd and the other thing is that trump wasn't a he did not initially come out as I'm going to run as a Republican. Mm -hmm. He decided on the Republicans, and we all know this because he says on plenty of different platforms, the Republicans are the easiest to manipulate. Yes, and And he loves the uneducated. He loves the uneducated, and he also says that he picked that party is the party he can corrupt because the Republican Party has long been the engine for turning white resentment into some sort of tax cut. It's tied, always. Harvest white resentment, and you will coalesce a group of people. For your own personal benefit. Right. Not for the benefit of even even white America. Even the white people. Yeah. Right. Not white America, just really for your own personal benefit. What I'm loving now is um, the pardon, the self-pardon. And I love, like, I don't know who inside the White House is leaking information. I don't know if it's true. But I love it. I love the secret mole within mm-hmm. the White House that keeps picks. that keeps reporting, you know, the hissy fits and the temper tantrums and everything. And now and cheering what he's like, like he, right. was, he was very upset. Like, why aren't you all happy with me? This isn't what I was going to say. Okay. But the day of the, you know, coup, everybody stopped talking to him because they were told anything you say mm-hmm. could be used against you at this point. And he was having a hissy fit because nobody would give him a response <laughs> or answer him, which I love. But. I'm loving now the um, self-pardon that he's 
being um, advised that if he pardons himself from any and all Mm -hmm. of what's going on, that it is, you have to admit guilt first to pardon yourself. And then that would open him up to civil lawsuits. Love it. So now he's having a fit about this. The unfortunate thing is they'd have to come together as a huge conglomerate group to sue him because otherwise the you know the little person or the family of the police officer is never going to be able to hold their own against his legal team. I mean listen the ACLU can get behind a lot of yeah, these people maybe. Yeah. and and jump in. The other piece that I find fascinating and a lot of people have asked me specifically so I did a little research about it like why impeach him now like he's leaving. Mm-hmm. This is why we have to impeach him. He loses his 200k per year mm-hmm. of his pension. Mm-hmm. He loses his health benefits. He loses his security details. Yes. And he loses the ability to pardon anybody. If they impeach him tomorrow, like they said they're going to do, mm-hmm. he can't pardon anybody. First of all, everybody, Chris Christie, plenty of people have said, yes, these are, this is yes. legit. If this isn't an impeachable defense, uh, impeachable they offense, They say it because is. they don't have to vote on it. Right. But my point is, yeah, I don't, I don't want taxpayers to have to pay his you know, it's measly, the 200000 a year. But the Secret Service? Yes. That's huge. That's huge. That's he, a huge expense on taxpayers. Why should we be paying that? Right. And he can't And his run. travel fees? Right. It's like a million dollars a year travel. Why should we continue we, to pay that? We have to. Nancy Pelosi will impeach him. How about the, the Republican congressman who was like, well, you know, he did touch the hot stove and now he knows better. And what? Jake yeah. Tapper was like, have you met that man? Yeah. Have you he ever even... know better? And... He touched the hot stove five years ago. I'm like, seriously? This is the hypocrisy, again, that I just, I don't understand. But Yeah, but think of that in Clinton terms. Yes. Okay, let's just give him a warning. Right. Yeah, he only but no, had we're gonna sex spend, once. We're going to move on from it. Move on. Or Benghazi. Yeah. Five people die in Benghazi. Yeah, and we yeah they haven't shut up about it since. And listen, they should talk about Benghazi. That was a failure of mm-hmm. leadership that should have been addressed and brought to everybody's attention. But five people died there. Six people, including a, per, a police officer, died on Wednesday. And they're like, you know, let's just... Yeah, let's move We on. need a peaceful transition now. We don't need any more violence. Like, you're so full of crap. Yeah. Let's take a jump back to social media. In 2012, Donald Trump tweeted, Mitt Romney won this election, everybody. Get behind him. We need a revolution. The election was stolen from Mitt Romney in 2012. Okay. Twitter allowed that to just fly through the airwaves when they, it's like. Well, because it holds no power. So there's there's lots of people on Twitter spewing hatred. It's a cesspool. But, but if you don't but, have any but backing, they behind say you, that it holds it's no power. But if you know something is a lie and can be proven a lie, there is some accountability that should be taken because of that. If it's an outright lie and can be proven either true or false, Mm -hmm. that's what they're saying about the media companies. And that's my thing. I don't want anybody to be censored. But if you say something that can be proven without a shadow of a doubt, with facts, basically half the time with his own words Mm -hmm. out of his own mouth can be proven. I mean, listen, part of why I didn't want him taken off of Twitter is because how do you know what he's thinking if you don't see him on Twitter? 
I think it's important and I say because that he has a, no way now to communicate with But don't you think people. he'll find easily another outlet to communicate well, with Well, there's Parlor and it's been canceled. But he can tweet under somebody else and just eventually, I mean, how sure, would Sure, it's going to take a while to build back up your following, but he's going to come back, sure. I mean, the fast. fake Donald Trump, you could start an account tomorrow. Well, how about how about he did try to start a fake account? It was called it was called John Barron. No, is this? Uh, uh, I this saw it on CNN. Why was it called John Barron? Because his middle name's John and his son's name's Barron. It oh, lasted oh, for a oh, whole poor Barron. thirty oh my seconds God. when Twitter was like, uh, "No, <laughs> <laughs> how about something more creative?" <laughs> oh, that's great! Right? Poor Barron. Um, anyways, I I think it's going to be interesting to see how they try to police or even address social media there just has to be some rules around it like i know i tried to look it up this weekend but i remember i mentioned on this uh the pod this podcast once some celebrity said you know five ten years from now there there will be no social media it's gotten away from us it's it can't be reined back in as it is and it it needs to be like canceled like it's That's just never going to happen. Yeah, but I was trying to look up that person that said that. You don't know that. I mean, eventually, like, there's certain apps and things that our kids have had that have been totally canceled because of the toxicity of them. Something else will just bubble up. Okay, well, I just want to mention one other thing. Yeah. And I find the first lady almost worse than Donald. At least yeah. he's going to stand for something. She is so, such a pathetic, shallow human being. When she came out and her statement was, she's a victim? Why is everybody attacking me? I don't even think anybody fucking mentioned you, uh, you adult. Right, I have no idea. I assumed you moved out of the White House months ago. Yeah, I thought she packed her bag Every time. Every time that she is sort of focused on in any type of way, it becomes this whole victim statement of, Poor me, and I do not understand why they are t attacking me. She is the first first lady that has actually done absolutely nothing. nothing. Not not stood for one thing. Even when she tried to stand for cyberbullying, it was an epic fail because she did absolutely nothing. She's. I'm just wondering what she do, what's she doing with her time. She's not crocheting, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. What? No one's putting her in the cover of a magazine. She's not modeling. No. I, she can't really, you know, dress up Barrett. in fancy He's like 16 years old, right? He's at a boarding school, I believe. Right. I mean, I don't know what she is doing with her time. Crying in the corner. I want to leave with one last tweet that I thought was hilarious. It was uh, somebody who said, oh, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel said, maybe HBO will offer Trump the part of Samantha in Sex and the City as the new reboot comes out. Why, Samantha the hated character or Samantha's something? Samantha's not coming back. Oh, okay. Kim yes. Cattrall, yes. who played Samantha. Uh -huh. Well, I didn't really watch Sex and the City, to be quite mm -hmm. honest, but they're rebooting it. Why? I don't know. Never works out. Golden Girls tried it. Three members. Doesn't work. Yeah. They're trying it. Um, but he said maybe they'll offer him the, the part of Samantha. Let's not offer him the part of anything. No, I know. But it's not going to go away. I was listening to Howard Stern this morning on the way here, and they were doing, like, a recap of 2020. And... Um, you know, everybody that works there was able to bring in a, a, you know, insane clip of something that had happened in 2020. And they were mostly like Karens or, um, you know, mm -hmm. newscasters, you know, using the N-word or all these sort of ridiculous yes. things. And, you know, he, Howard was saying, wow, you know, I guess 2020 really has been packed with this kind of thing. Yeah. And the response from everybody was like, yeah, well, you you elected a leader that sort of breathed life yes. into, you know, yeah, these people have always been here. That's, you know, 
not his fault, but you he you elected a leader that sort of gave them um, a podium to stand yes. on and breathed life into. It's okay. It's They're okay. right. He, yeah. He, he kept telling them things are being taken away from you. Yeah. Confederate monuments are being taken down. You're not racist. But what did Howard say? Just like okay. I no, I mean, they were still carrying on about it when I arrived here. But, you know, just sort of the insanity of it all. And, yeah, you sort of, you allowed this to occur. Well, we'll see what next week, next week brings. There was just this tweet. It was Betsy DeVos said, you know, there's 12 days to the inauguration. Yeah. And she said, um, you know, I, I, I know I'm resigning, but three weeks is just too much to even tolerate it. And somebody said... This just explains everything. Yeah, like, yeah. Secretary of Education, that's her job, right? And 12 days does not equal three weeks. Not even two. This is where the problem stems from. I, I, I Honestly, the people jumping ship now, you're like, seriously? Now is when you're jumping yeah. ship? It's absurd. Anyhow. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will be back at you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Wilty. Bye, Bye, Jen. Bye, Bye Golden, Golden Boys. Boys.